Perhaps you remember the Great Spoon Debate of 2020, or maybe not. As a clergyman, I was, of course, tuned in to the conversation, the discussion, the debate about the most appropriate way to distribute Holy Communion during this pandemic. We had the single spoon party and the multiple spoon party. We had the science people and the tradition people. And it was a good conversation. We needed to have that conversation because it's an important thing. We don't want to spread disease, obviously, through gathering in the church. Although it was a good conversation to have, it did perhaps get amplified a little too loudly at some point. And I could see people metaphorically maybe picking up a stone or two, getting ready to throw it at the other party. But in a move of masterful leadership, our bishop after listening to everything, came in and just gave us some direction. He said, stick with the single spoon, the tradition of the church. This is an act of faith on our part, and he settled that for us so we can get on with our life in the church. But in this world, we encounter very frequently these kinds of discussions or arguments or debates, and they can easily turn into divisions or even schisms. And sometimes these are fun divisions, like George and I always go back and forth about Auburn and Alabama. But sometimes the divisions and debates are not so fun. Like, for instance, the debate about the masks versus no masks. Or the endless stone throwing that we see between the Republicans and Democrats. Even in the church, unfortunately, we can sometimes see these divisions. And I've seen very intense and less than pleasant discussions, for instance, about the use of Greek language versus English. Thankfully, in this parish, we're very civil people here, and we have good discussions without stone throwing. Like, for instance, two weeks ago, we had our parish assembly, and some people were for the barbecue, and some people were not for the barbecue, but everyone very civilly expressed their opinion, and we made our decision, and we're, and we're moving on with our life. And we hear today in the epistle, St. Paul writing to the Corinthian community in his first letter, gives some very clear direction. Let there be no divisions among you. The word he actually uses is schismata, schisms. Let there be no divisions among you. Because some of them were saying, I'm with Paul I'm with Apollos, and they had these little parties and factions going on in the Corinthian community. And he says, it doesn't matter who baptized you. In whose name were you baptized? Who was crucified for you, he asks. Is Christ divided? And so he says very clearly, let there be no divisions among you. And human nature not changing so much, that's the same message to us today. The message to us today is, remember who the real enemy is, and what the real fight is. Remember who the real enemy is and what the real fight is. The real enemy, of course, is the devil, which we learn from the Greek word for devil, which is diavolos, is the one who divides. He is the real enemy. And the real fight is the fight against sin and evil. First and foremost, the sin and evil in us. Yes, it's in us. Sin and evil is in us. That's the first fight. And then, when we are triumphant there, we can turn our attention to the sin and evil in the world, 
to oppose it and to be a force of love and goodness in the world. So practically, what does that mean for us? Practically, what it means is this, one thing. We're called to give up and to sacrifice anything that can turn into a stone that we can throw at someone else, whatever that is. And for some inspiration on this, I'm going to turn to one of my favorite saints whom we celebrate today, Saint Basil, the fool for Christ and the wonder worker of Moscow. The fools for Christ, it's a special kind of holiness, it's a special kind of saintliness, and basically they live a life that looks completely insane, completely foolish. And there was a big flowering of these saints, particularly in Russia. So Saint Basil, a little bit about his story, he grew up in a very pious home, he was a very faithful young person as a child, and he was apprenticed to a shoemaker, to a cobbler. One day he starts making fun of this rich merchant who comes in to order lots of shoes. And then the master comes to him and says, why are you making fun of one of our clients? You know, this is not good business. Don't make fun of this guy. He's ordering lots of shoes. And St. Basil says, it's a little silly for him to be ordering lots of shoes because he's going to die tomorrow. And lo and behold, that's what happened. The man died the next day. And so St. Basil, to flee recognition for his clairvoyance, he fled to the city of Moscow. And there he lived the life of a holy fool. And he gave up a lot of things. He gave up money and comfort. He was wearing almost no clothing at all. He was sleeping in the streets, sleeping in the porches of churches. He would do things like throw stones at the corners of the houses of really holy, good, righteous people. But he would go up and kiss the corners of the houses of the wicked and bad people. And people could not understand this. They were like, what is this all about? And he eventually explained I'm throwing stones at the demons so I drive them away from the houses of the righteous. But when it's the houses of the wicked people, I go up and I greet the angels with a holy kiss because the poor angels can't get inside because of the wickedness of the people who live there. So interesting. So to the outside, he looks like a complete fool, completely crazy, but really he's a holy man. And I encourage you to read more about him, especially about his relationship with the Tsar Ivan the Terrible. That's an amazing story to, to, to read about their relationship. But look what he gave up. He gave up some things that can be turned into stones, like money and comfort, praise and esteem from people. And the same for us. We can give up ideas, opinions, that sort of thing. That can be turned into stones that we can throw at each other. Now, I know perhaps this is asking a lot. Ten Greeks, eleven opinions. Maybe I shouldn't say give up your opinions. Just hold them loosely. Hold them with open hands. It's really hard to throw a stone when your hands open. So hold these opinions and ideas, all this worldly wisdom, let's hold it loosely and not turn it into something that we fight other people with. And let's remember the words of St. Paul. He says, I wasn't called to baptize, I was called to proclaim the good news not with words of wisdom, lest the cross of Christ be emptied. And it's, this is an introduction to one of the greatest passages in Scripture in 1 Corinthians, where Paul goes on to say, for the word of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the wisdom of God. 
And he says, God uses the foolish and weak things of the world to put to shame, to bring to nothing those things that are strong and that are wise. He says, Jews seek a sign and Greeks seek wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified to the Jews a scandal and to the nations foolishness. But to those who are being saved, who are called Christ the power of God and Christ the wisdom of God. So in closing, brothers and sisters, we remember the phrase, people who live in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. Well, we all live in glass houses. And if we loosen our grip on these things that we can turn into fighting instruments, perhaps we'll remember that life on earth is a little too short for us to be wasting time throwing stones at each other. And we can turn our attention to something else to cleaning up the walls of those glass houses, to polishing them a little bit. Perhaps with some grace from God, we'll be able to see ourselves more clearly, and other people will be able to see themselves more clearly in us, and we'll be able to see other people more clearly, the people in those other glass houses, because our walls are a little cleaner. When that happens, perhaps we can turn our attention outward to the world and do some good against the real sin and evil that is out there. All this is possible if we stop throwing stones and remember who the real enemy is and what the real fight is. Amen.